Calling all Swifties and champions of change, Like a Girl Media is rolling out the red carpet for you with our Thrive Like a Girl contest. We're all about celebrating powerful women leaders who inspire us to dream big and push boundaries. And who embodies that spirit more than Taylor Swift herself? Here's your chance to see her live in concert. We're giving away two tickets to Taylor Swift's show in London on Saturday, June 22nd. Imagine being part of the magic, all thanks to Like a Girl Media. Entering is easy. Subscribe, share, and show us which episodes inspired you the most. Visit our website or check our social media for all the details. Don't just dream it, be it. Thrive like a girl and make this summer unforgettable. Contest opens globally, voidware prohibited, must be 18 or older to enter, no purchase necessary. Subscribe and share with hashtag thrive like a girl and tag us at like a girl underscore media for entry. Unlimited entries means unlimited chances. Winner chosen at random after contest closes May 20th, 2024. We'll be notified via DM. Make sure your profiles are not private. Check full rules on our site. This is your shot to see Taylor Swift live. Don't miss it. This episode is brought to you by Chirpy Bird, Inc. CMS's Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, or MIPS, is super complex. And if clinicians ignore the program or perform poorly in it, it can result in a hit to their revenue and reputation. Chirpy Bird is proud to say that more than 95% of its clients are exceptional performers in MIPS, meaning they've maximized the score that directly translates into their Medicare reimbursement rate. Chirpy Bird offers their audit-proof services to practices of all sizes through an affordable monthly subscription that includes unlimited access to a regulatory expert who guides them in knowing what data to track, how to create workflows that make capturing that data easier, and ensures that they submit it all to CMS on time and performing at its best. Contact Chirpy Bird today or learn more at chirpybirdinc.com. That's chirpybirdinc.com. Welcome to the Hit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Joy Rios. And here we talk about, well, one, amplifying and celebrating the contributions of women who work in healthcare and health IT, as well as trying to discover the 30,000-piece puzzle that is the complexity of healthcare, um, with the idea that all of us sort of share a piece of that puzzle and we can learn from one another. So I'd like to welcome you to my show today. Um, can you please take a moment to introduce yourself? Well, first of all, Joy, thank you so much for having me here. This is a wonderful podcast community, community that you've been able to build here. My name is Lauren Stahl, and I lead our healthcare sales and partnerships team at Komodo Health. When you think about Komodo and what we do, we like to say that we breathe life into data. Okay. We are a technology organization that maps out disease burden at scale. We see 325 million plus unique U.S. patient lives in our healthcare map, and we build software applications, solutions, analytics platforms on top of that and service a multitude of players in the healthcare space. Okay, I want to stop and understand some of that. You said healthcare map, you said disease mapping, is that what you said? Disease burden. Disease, can you talk about what that is exactly? Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about the foundation to all that we do at Komodo, it really starts with our healthcare map, where again, we are able to track longitudinally 
the healthcare interactions of 325 million. I know it's a large number. But that's almost like US the entire patients. population. It is the entire population. Okay. Um, we aggregate, we source, we harmonize data from at this point thousands of disparate data principles. Those all make up our healthcare map. And then again, we enable companies in the broad healthcare ecosystem to extract insights off of that to ultimately reduce the global burden of disease, which is what we really do and our, our mission at Komodo. So I always think that like data tells a story, but you, Komodo must have a story about every individual within the U.S. Is that We absolutely fair? do. Okay, how do I find out what my story is? <laughs> well, I will say all of our data is de-identified. Okay. So we do have a strategic partnership with a company called Datavant, which funny enough, I joined Komodo from. So, you know, a story for another time perhaps. All of those disparate data principles that we work with, that we partner with, actually install that de-identification software on site. So we get a token that represents you, Joy, a token that represents me, Lauren, and then we're able to link that longitudinally. That way, if you went from, for example, Cigna one year to Aetna another year, we would know that it's you and we would know all of your healthcare interactions so that we can model off disease burden and again support a number of companies in uh, the healthcare space. And then how far back does that data go? goes pretty far back. I would say, you know, back to 2010 for the most part. It gets okay. starts getting representative like 2012, 2013. But yeah, I would say for the most part, the data goes pretty far back, which again means you can really understand somebody's progression for uh -huh. diseases, you know, you name it, across really the and is it Okay, so is it really specific around like, okay, whether or not I actually have a disease or whether I might someday have a disease? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great question. Uh, when, when you think about the, the stakeholders that we support in the healthcare ecosystem, uh -huh. uh, when we started as an organization, it was really pharmaceutical life sciences focused. So a workflow software to, again, map out disease burden, help pharmaceutical companies, their medical affairs teams, their brand teams, commercial teams, identify who are those key opinion leaders? Who are those providers that are seeing high volumes of patients that would benefit from this drug? Who's involved in clinical trials? Who's involved in publications? Uh, and that was really the, uh, you know, the foundation of how we really grew as an organization. We realized though early on that, wow, we have got the most privileged, exclusive healthcare map data. And again, when I say uh, our healthcare map, it's encounters based, so medical pharmacy okay. claims based. Um, and then we realized, what would it look like if we served payers, providers, consultancies, agencies, again, all with the patient benefiting from those solutions, but we empower these organizations to utilize our platform and our solutions to do a lot of different things. I'm still going to be a little bit selfish about this. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm trying to understand what my map is, yeah. and I don't go that much to the doctor, if I get my flu shot at a Target pharmacy or something, is that included in the data map? That would be included in the data map. Not you specifically, again. Everything de is de-identified, but yes, yeah. you specifically. And when you think about you know, some of those use cases that we're able to support, Think about a, a contract research organization or a life sciences company that's looking to recruit patients for clinical trials, uh -huh. especially in those more un, um, in those areas that are normally underrepresented when it comes to clinical trials and getting people involved. Because all of our data, we are capturing it in real time from all of those sources that we work with. All of it is identified at the provider level, the healthcare organization level. 
pharmaceutical company A can go in and say, we want to find providers that are seeing patients that have this specific diagnosis code, that have been on uh -huh. this specific drug, and then in real time, they can actually reach out to those providers and get individuals that perhaps were normally not able to get involved in clinical trials, part of clinical trials, and that education there and very much part of that process as well. So do you, do, not do you, or does Komodo kind of help identify uh, the strategy on who gets to be included in some, like, where are we targeting who should be in clinical trials? Because that's a conversation in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the way that we partner with organizations is strategically. So we're not just saying, you know, here's our healthcare map, here's our platform, go to town, figure out what it is that you want to do. Uh -huh. We've got a team of 800 plus people now. We've, we've grown a lot over the past few years. We've got a clinical innovations team. We've got people that dive super, super deep into the data. So we want to be your partner. We want to understand what are you looking to solve? What are you looking to do? How, does our, how do our solutions really support you in that to garner the insight that you need to have effective conversations with providers, to support with FDA submissions that perhaps you're looking to do, to support with continued research and development to understand, you know, this is first line of therapy, second line, third line, where does it make sense to intervene with a patient uh, and how we're able to, again, ultimately get to our North Star, which yeah. is reducing the global burden of disease. I love this because, you know, a lot of people think we're just like collecting data for the sake of collecting data. And it's the most important part is asking questions of the data. You know, like what is what is the impact that we can make with yep. all of this information? And it sounds like that gets to be your... Job. Yeah, I mean, it, it does get to be my job. Um, when I think about the the team that, that I lead, it's very much servicing healthcare intermediaries, uh -huh. so consultancies, digital agencies, data tech and services companies, so companies that originate specialty data like genomics data, okay. oncology, EHR data, consumer data, linking these disparate data sets together in a de-identified manner to do outcomes research, to do FDA submissions and work there. We also support payers and providers, so to really help them understand their member population, their patient population, risk stratification, underwriting, a lot of work there. But it's a lot of fun because at the end of the day, it's like, how do we empower these companies yeah. to be the best version of themselves in what it is that they're doing and collectively align on like the excitement of what we can go ahead and accomplish together. Oh my God, I'm just like, this is like shots are firing. That's exciting. I, I love yeah. what you do. Yeah. Okay. So what have been some of like the most uh, pinch me moments in your career? Like we were like, oh my God, our work helped, you know, yeah. them do that thing. Ugh. I mean, I would say like pinch me right now yeah. having a conversation <laughs> with you. Uh, I'm, I'm humbled every single day with the work that I'm doing at Komodo. And, and Komodo, I mean, I've got nothing but amazing things to say about the organization, the support that they provide, how they really empower myself and others to, again, be the best version of ourselves in, in a way that we're constantly learning and evolving and, and growing. When I joined Komodo a little bit um, close to three years ago, okay. which uh, feels like it's gone by like this. Uh, <laughs> three years, I'm yeah. just like, it's been the longest last three years. It has been a long three years. <laughs> We were just starting to tap the surface of what it meant to work with and partner with the broader ecosystem. So at that point, it was very much life sciences, pharmaceutical focus, patient advocacy groups, a lot of the work that we were doing there. And then we said, okay, again, let's leverage what we have built to payers, to providers, to these data tech services companies. 
Over the past three years, we've, we're working with dozens of companies in the broader ecosystem. My team has grown massively as well. We're scaling big time. And to watch as these organizations trust us, we trust each other together, we build together, we partner together. Uh, and ultimately, again, the patient is benefiting from all of this and we're empowering these organizations. I would say like on a daily basis, it's kind of pinched me, especially being here, being with my team, being part of meetings as well. I'm like, wow, it's just, it's very exciting to see the excitement. Yeah, I mean, I think about what good you're capable of doing and you pointed on like building trust and to be a healthcare company that is able to do that, like trust among individuals is hard to do. So being able to do that on such a large scale, that's, uh, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it certainly is. And again, <laughs> it's like it goes back to the vision, the mission, like our nor North Star, which is something that we speak about on a daily basis. It's part of every presentation myself and the team do that just connects us to that bigger picture purpose of, okay. of who we are and what we're doing. Can we talk a little bit about you personally and let's, your journey? Let's do it. Okay, so I want to know, well, how did you get, first of all, I don't know your actual title. What's your role at Komodo? I am the head of healthcare sales and partnerships. At okay. Komodo. Ah, so you get to see. Okay, now what was the journey? How did you get there? Yeah. Did you did you what did you study in college? I know. It's uh, <laughs> you know, my, my my path has been anything but conventional. Let's put it there, that way. I uh, I majored in economics in college okay. and also entrepreneurial leadership. So I've always kind of had Ooh, that bug of like creativity and growing and expansiveness and kind of challenging the status quo in many ways. I started my career on Wall Street. Uh, and I did institutional equity sales there, so covering hedge what? funds and mutual funds. The opposite of trust. The, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I realized early on, though, that I wanted to be connected to something bigger than me. I wanted to be of service more. I wanted, you know, to, to feel as though I'm part of something that's got bigger picture goals and aspirations. So shortly after that, I, um, I left my, my wor the world of, of Wall Street. Uh, learned a lot though, got nothing kind sure. of bad to say about it. I, uh, I started a healthcare technology company of my own after that, uh, and then did that for a few years. And then I joined a company called Universal Patient Key that Datavant later acquired. Okay. Universal Patient Key developed that de-identification linking technology that we use at Komodo to link to harmonize all of that data. What? Uh, yeah. And, and you're then, telling me you found you founded that company? Not that company. Okay. A, a company. Yeah, it was a different company that I founded. <laughs> yeah. So wait, how did you even learn? the technology to de-identify, like how yeah. does Wall Street lead into that? Yeah, well I, um, so the company that I had was actually in the addiction and men mental health space. So okay. I did that for a few years. Uh, and then uh, a mentor of mine brought me onto a company that he had started called Universal Patient okay. Key, where they developed that technology. Gotcha. And I was able to go ahead and bring that to life to a multitude of players in the healthcare space. That's awesome. Okay, so then Datavant, yep. that's where that comes in. And yes. so it all kind of ties together. It there. all ties together. Okay. We've got a strategic partnership with Datavant. It has been humbling to watch them soar as well over the past few years and very close with, with many of the people there. And yes, they are very much a strategic partner um, helping connect the world's health data, which yeah. we're then able to do and then bring those insights to the market. I um, have been really enjoying this like idea of the people that we need to impress in our life and it's really like our eight-year-old self and our 80-year-old self and that's it, yeah. right? So what do you think your eight-year-old self would, would think of what you're doing uh, yeah. right now? <laughs> I think my eight-year-old self would be, um, would probably be pinching themselves a little bit and uh, to see just the, 
the trajectory of much of, not even just me personally, but the impact that myself, Komodo, the team is having in companies again, and the whole healthcare ecosystem. And then also just having fun while I'm doing it, you know, like embracing being my most authentic self. And that, that is something that I bring to every conversation with my team, with prospects, with customers, show up as the best version of you. You know, people want to do business mm -hmm. and work with you. You know, we want this human to human interaction and mm -hmm. connection. And I think that's something that I certainly seek to embody on a daily basis and for those that I'm around as well. So what advice would you give to others who are potentially just entering their career and trying to find their way? Yeah. You know, I would say, you know, that there's so much, so much advice that what really sticks out to me is, um, be true to you, you huh? know, like own that. We've got this one life to live to show mm -hmm. up as ourselves. And like, how do we do that on a daily consistent basis? And you know, the other thing I would say is um, don't live your life to appease others. Yep. And I, uh, I, I know many people, myself included, who, who spend some time doing that. And ultimately it's not fulfilling and we deserve to be fulfilled. We deserve to soar. And um, I love to see that for others. I've been an honor to see that at Komodo and you know on a daily basis I'm just how, how can I do that for myself and others I think there's a real gem in kind of embracing how we all have a unique path because I think we've been sort of told like our lives are supposed to be this you're supposed to hit you hit a certain milestone you go high school and then you college and then maybe you'll meet the love of your life and then you have kids and then you da 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 da, -da down the line of what you're supposed to do and I don't know about you, but that's not how it's really worked for yeah. me. And sort of understanding that like, not only is that okay, but it's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> I could not agree more. I am all about challenging the binary. Like yeah. that has been my, the way that I work, the way that like what I seek to embody on a daily basis, because you know, with that comes so much freedom. Oh yeah. And it is like- Nothing is black and white. I think it's so silly that we try to pretend that there's either, even just right and wrong, right? Right and wrong, black, white. You're just like, our whole life is a gray area, but it's not really great. It's just like the rainbow, I guess. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think the more that you can, the more that one can kind of bring that uh, and have it transpire into so many aspects of their life. Like totally. the work that I'm doing at Komodo is challenging the status quo. We're asking organizations to partner with us in a way that historically they haven't partnered with companies. With that though comes massive reward and the ability to make a lot of impact. And it's a lot of fun in the process. I mean, people want that innovation. And if you're looking at things through different lenses, like there's so much more opportunity to make a real change, right? And if I don't think that anybody here working in healthcare is like, you know what, we've landed, we've made it, this is where it, it's where we've we've <laughs> nothing needs to change let's yeah. just keep it all as it is because I think we can all agree there's a lot of problems and challenges that need to be addressed and it's like if we keep looking at things through the exact same lens we can't do it a hundred percent I mean yeah. that's that is what we seek to do like again on a daily basis and yeah. that's how, how we make up our healthcare map that's how we think about partnerships that how, how we think about working with pharmaceutical company I mean you name it that's been kind of the MO of, of a lot of what we do and a lot of the, the people that I work with and what we seek to embody too. Well, Lauren, I have just enjoyed this conversation so much. I've learned a lot for one. I'm just like, oh, I like the idea of a health map and I love what you're doing. I love what Komodo is doing. If people want to find you or follow your organization, where would you recommend they go? I would say uh, the Komodo Health website. You can find me on LinkedIn and very much open to discussions and how we potentially partner and, and learn more about one another. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Joy. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. And thanks for walking, watching. This is the Hit Like a Girl podcast. You can follow us online at hitlikeagirlpod.com or any of the online social media where our handle is hitlikeagirlpod. Thank you.
Hit Like a Girl podcast is a proud member of the Health Podcast Network. One thing I love about working with them is that they're mission-driven, which means that they're dedicated to featuring authoritative shows, hosts, and guests who take on the tough topics in healthcare with empathy, expertise, and a commitment to excellence. If you're looking for bingeable content related to the healthcare industry, they've got more than 8,000 episodes on demand waiting for you. From professional development, the patient voice, digital health, innovation and entrepreneurship, and of course, health IT, they've got you covered. So this is your official invitation to check them out at healthpodcastnetwork.com.